Hello and welcome to the Daily Buzz Sports Podcast. I'm your host Ryan Scone and coming up on today's show, we have the highlights from Andoni Iroyola's press conference ahead of Bournemouth's FA Cup tie against Swansea. The only one that I think uh, he will try to train today and, and knowing him also I think he will, he will be in the squad will be Milos. Taylor Handel interviews former Olympian Roger Black about his career. I would always walk into that room knowing that I could walk out of that room and told I could never, never run again. And the roundup of today's national and local sport. First up, we have Sam Smart to talk us through what Andoni Iriola had to say at the Vitality Stadium this afternoon. Thank you, Ryan. Yes, I listened in to Andoni Iriola's press conference ahead of Bournemouth's FA Cup tie against Swansea City tomorrow, and he had plenty to say. In terms of injury updates, the Cherries appear to have solved their left-back crisis, with Milos Kerkes back in training. Iriola says he could be ready for the game tomorrow. The only one that I think uh, he will try to train today and, and knowing him also, I think he will, he will be in the squad, will be Milos. I think Milos is, is, is really close and I think he's the only one with, with chances to, to get involved. And the rest, I think, is, will continue the same, yeah. However, on the right-hand side of defence, Bournemouth continue to have limited options, with Max Ahrens and Adam Smith confirmed to be out for the foreseeable future. Max is obviously out. He has a muscle injury. He will be out for for some some time. Uh, we will not recover Adam. In terms of Antoine Semenyo, he could be poised to make a surprise appearance on the bench tomorrow after Ghana's early elimination from the Africa Cup of Nations. He's travelling right now. He will arrive, I think, tomorrow morning. So it's going to be difficult for him. It's going to be difficult. But I, I will try and talk to him and uh, maybe... He can be on the bench and... Bournemouth will also have more options in the centre of defence, with Marcos Senesi returning after suspension. Here's what Iriola had to say about him. Uh, I think he has a chance, yes. He has a chance to be involved. We have uh, to make decisions and uh, we, have, uh, we have options now in the, in the centre-backs area with uh, Lloydi also being able to play the other day, James Hill, uh, Meps, Sava started, Marcos, so uh, now I have... Quite a lot of options in, in, in these areas, yes. So, that was all of the latest news from today's press conference. Remember, Bournemouth play Swansea tomorrow at 7.45. Back to you, Ryan. Thanks, Sam. Speaking of AFC Bournemouth, players from the club attended an event at Bournemouth University yesterday to talk about adapting to change. Noah Smith has more. Thank you, Ryan. As you said, Bournemouth University hosted an event around adapting to change, which saw players and staff from the club talk about how they coped with moving to Bournemouth and how the club was able to help them. The panel consisted of players Ryan Christie, Marcos Senesi and Joe McGuinness, as well as women's team manager Steve Cuss and club legend Steve Fletcher. The three players talked to us about how they adapted to the Premier League, starting with Christie describing the difference between life in Glasgow and life in Bournemouth. Or we say, you know, Celtic amazing big club, but you know, Glasgow busy, busy city that lives and breathes football, so it's hard to kind of get away from that a little bit. Whereas, um, you know, down here, life's a, a little bit more relaxed. You know, it's the kind of the beach life and, you know, even the temperatures have, <laughs> have been nice to me um, since, I've, since I've come down. So, yeah, listen, I'm loving it. You know, I'm more chilled life outside of football, which is nice to, to relax and switch off a bit. McGuinness then discussed how she found adapting from the Irish game to the English style of play. It's been it's certainly a different um, experience for sure. The Irish league um, is quite intense, it's quite physical. Um, I find it's, it's certainly uh, very technical here and it's just a, a different style of play. And uh, I'm, I suppose I, I took my, my whole approach to coming over here is just to really start learning from the team and seeing what style of play that they want to play and trying to absorb myself in that as much as possible. But it's uh, been a fantastic journey so far and looking forward to continuing with it. Finally, Senesi explained to us how he felt about adapting to the Premier League. 
No, it's way different standards. I think on final you play to, to win the titles, to, to become champions of the LBC, to fight for European places. And in Bournemouth, we, we fight for, yeah, to survive, to, to stay in the Premier League as, as today. And maybe in the future we can, we can think about uh, playing for maybe getting to Europe. Steve Cuss also exclusively revealed to us that the next Bournemouth women's home game at the Vitality Stadium will be the March 24th game against Kensham Town. Thanks for that, Noah. Next up, we spoke to former Olympic silver medalist Roger Black about his career and how it was affected by a chronic heart disease. Ollie Weller tells us more. Roger Black was an Olympic 400-metre runner for Great Britain, picking up bronze and silver medals. As well, he won 15 major athletics championships, including European, Commonwealth and World Championship gold. But his career was constantly on a tightrope. It was documented throughout his athletic years he had an issue with his heart and was diagnosed with an incompetent aortic valve, aged 11. Buzz reporter Taylor Handel had the chance to speak to Black about his career with chronic heart disease. But, but when I started athletics at 18, it's probably what stopped me doing it, seriously. I didn't do athletics at school much. I didn't join a club. I didn't start training seriously until I'd left school at 18. I mean, that was a common, that was because I messed up my A-levels, but it also, I think a part of me was, I'm never going to be a professional sportsman because I've not tested my heart. But when I did start and I joined an Olympic training group with the best athletes in the country and suddenly you go into this high level, extreme training every day, exhaustion, lactic acid, all that, that was definitely a concern for my father, who was a doctor. There was definitely a concern that this this was going to put too much on my heart. But I was monitored every year. And that's that's the key to the whole thing. I'm the, I'm the lucky one. You know, my heart was looked at every single year since I've been 11. Yeah. You know, the scary thing is people who think they're fine and they don't know there's anything wrong with them. I knew there was something wrong with me. And the doctors, I would always walk into that room knowing that I could walk out of that room and told I could never, never run again. Now to Harry Slynn, who has a roundup of the local sports. Thanks, Ryan. Last night saw some great action for our local football teams with Weymouth and Paul Town securing vital wins and clean sheets. Paul Town hosted Swindon Supermarine in Paul's first league match this year. This evenly matched contest could have gone even way until Tom Lee struck gold in the 91st minute with a composed finish to break the deadlock. The win moved the Dolphins up to ninth place and they still have five games in hand on Bracknell Down, who sit eighth. A dominant evening for Dorset teams continued with Weymouth strolling past Taunton Town away from home. With Taunton Town facing some struggles at the club in recent times, Weymouth forward Brandon Godship scored a brace in the 33rd and 70th minute to make it back-to-back wins, a feat that hasn't been achieved this season. The win moved the away side up to 16th to open up an 11-point gap to East Monborough, who sits in the last relegation place. The Terrors face another away game on Saturday as they travel to Dartford, who are also among the fight to stay in the division. Dorchester Town's away game against AFC Totten was postponed yesterday after their groundsman deemed the pitch unplayable. And tonight, the Dorset Premier League is back with Swillage Town and Hurston hosting Holt United. I spoke to club captain Taylor Hibbs ahead of tonight's highly anticipated fixture. You lost 4-0 to them in a reverse fixture. Are you hoping to get some revenge tonight? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, definitely need to get revenge. Um, 4-0, I mean, we didn't have the strongest team um, at the, at the start of the season so tonight we've got a strong team so hopefully yeah we can uh, get the revenge that we deserve what's been the reason for your good run of form recently five your five games unbeaten we had the same team most weeks uh players commitment uh this season's been a lot better um 
the team's togetherness has been incredible this season. Um, playing well with each other this season and uh, hopefully uh, we can push on tonight and uh, carry on. As long as everyone puts in uh, 100% tonight, I think uh, we can definitely get something out of the game. Finally, here's Charlie Rutter with the national news. Thanks, Ryan. Daniel Medvedev defeated Hubert Horkacz in five sets to reach the Australian Open semi-final. He will face one of Carlos Alcaraz or Alexander Zverev. Check our radio bulletin at 4pm on Buzz News for the latest updates on that game. Chelsea defeated Middlesbrough convincingly 6-1 in the second leg of their Carabao Cup tie to reach the final. Chelsea boss Maurizio Pochettino spoke of his desire to achieve success. I am desperate to, to win a title here. We won in, in one year and a half in Paris three, three trophies and we want to win here. In the other Carabao Cup semi-final, Liverpool take a 2-1 aggregate lead to Craven Cottage where they look to book their place against Chelsea. Fulham manager Marco Silva was full of praise for his opponents. We are capable to do it. Uh, we have to believe on ourselves, knowing that the other side is, is the top team there as well and they have been playing a great, great season for them. They have been really consistent as well. Bournemouth's Dongo Utara returned from injury last night for Burkina Faso, where they secured qualification for the round of 16 despite a 2-0 loss against Angola. England have named their 11 for their first test against India. Tom Hartley will make his test debut, Ben Folkes will keep wicket and Shawib Bashir has been granted his visa after previous worries that he wouldn't be able to play. Back to you, Ryan. That's all we've got time for today. Thank you very much for listening to the Daily Buzz Sports podcast. Tune in tomorrow where we'll be talking about discrimination in sport as well as previewing Bournemouth versus Swansea. Goodbye for now.